0: Welcome everyone to Sports Talk for the fans. I am your host, William. We have a jam-packed show lined up for you guys today. On today's episode, it's strictly NBA basketball. Um, with the NBA season coming to a close, we have a lot to talk about. Um, first off, we're going to start off the show in segment one and talk about the end of the year, uh, end of the year awards. MVP, six-man rookie of the year. Any award you can think about, um, that's important. We're going to talk about that and give our predictions there. Um, also, in segment two, we're going to jump to the all-NBA teams. The first, second, and give our predictions on who we think are going to end up where. Um, last but not least, we're going to talk about the actual playoffs. The playing games are coming up on Tuesday and Wednesday. We'll talk about the um, Charlotte and Indiana game, as well as the Celtics and the Washington Wizards game. And in the West, you have obviously the Lakers and the Golden State Warriors playing. And you have Memphis and San Antonio. But even besides that, we have a couple matchups already set in stone in the East and the West. We'll talk about those as well. Um, Well, no further ado, I'd like to um, introduce my co-host, Brandon. Say what's up to the people.
1: It yeah, was good, everybody. How you doing? Uh,
0: all right, you excited to talk NBA basketball, big?
1: Uh, you know this.
0: All right, so we got a lot going on now, um, man. With the playing games, both of our teams are in the playing game. Your Celtics and my Lakers. So we got more than just playoffs to worry about. We have to get in there first. So in saying that. We'll start off with the NBA end of year awards. Um, And we'll start off with the MVP predictions. You give me your prediction, I'll give you my prediction, and we'll talk about it.
1: Okay. All right, so uh, my MVP is uh, Stephen Curry.
0: Okay, let me put it in context, people. This is his favorite player right now. And so it shouldn't be no surprise that this man goes out on the limb and picks Steph Curry, you know. So go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna let you finish.
1: All right, my my reason for uh, Steph Curry being uh, in the MVP talks, or even should get MVP, is because I think he he's dealing with uh, with more than I think anybody. Okay, Because he, he doesn't have uh, Clay, so he, gotta, he has a little bit more pressure to deal with. But yeah, he has a, a good um, a, he has a, a, a pretty good team around him.
0: I would say but, they're pretty good. I, th- I think they're undervalued but Curry makes it all go. Without Curry, yeah. some of the parts don't work.
1: Yeah, so with, with Steph being there it just boosts their confidence in helping them win.
0: I agree. When you got a, we're not just talking about a, a a good player. Steph is an all time great. He'll probably go down top. I mean, his career is far from over. So, excuse me, his career is far from over. So ain't no telling where he's going to end up. He can possibly be a a top 10 player when it's all said and done.
1: Yeah, Um, I believe so.
0: Yeah. That's another argument or debate we can have. Um, on another podcast, I'm sure we're going to get to, you know, um, our list of top 10 NBA players of all time. We'll be doing all kinds of things in the future. But um, Curry is is an amazing player. And I'm not mad at your um, pick here. I'm not mad. He's not my pick, but I'm not mad. You want to get any, give any final thoughts on Curry before we um, give my pick?
1: Uh... <clears throat> No, I just hope he hope he achieves this. Now, this will be his
0: third. Anymore. Stop being greedy now. Hope he achieves this. Like, he's just broke and boy, he ain't got no MVPs on his mantle. <laughs> the man has got two already. Let somebody else eat. Like DMX says, stop being greedy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Give to the needy. Like, somebody else needs this. And I, I mean, got- they
1: do, but, you know, Steph got to get what he got to get.
0: All right, all right, bro. We 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 got we got it we got it. That's your boy. You 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 go for Steph. He has a legit argument. I can't lie, he's just not my pick. Um, I'm projecting that Nikola Jokic from the Denver Nuggets gets the MVP. I think he has had an amazing year. He has led the Denver Nuggets um, to the third seed, which is a big deal in the West. The West is very deep and very tough. Um, Now, and also he has played without his second guy for, I believe, the last 20 games or so, uh, Jamal Murray. And um, I think they won their first eight games without Jamal Murray when he wasn't there. So I think that's cemented his case for the MVP because the biggest thing Steph Curry had going for himself is that he didn't have his second guy. And that helped his case. Well, With Jokic losing his second guy and and going 8 0 in his first eight games. And I don't know what they finished without him, but their record was really good without him. Yeah. So I think the case can be made, a strong case can be made for Jokic to win it. And um, he's probably the favorite in most people's cases, but Curry is making a big push at the end. And your boy, well, your dad's boy, LeBron, even endorsed him. And so um, that means a lot. And maybe that sways a vote or two and maybe that who knows maybe that could be the difference in the voting what do you think
1: uh yeah i i think uh with lebron saying what he said i feel uh that will give a little bit persuasion to uh, yeah the
0: voters. i mean lebron got a lot of pull a lot of weight yeah. you know and, you gotta imagine. and, and Listen, LeBron and Curry got a rivalry. Listen, LeBron lost to that man in three finals. And so for him to come out and say that, there's a healthy respect there. And I also think that LeBron is doing a little bit of recruiting. (laughs) (laughs) LeBron is trying to recruit Curry uh, to the Lakers. I I truly believe that. I think if there's one player he can have on his team, I think Curry would be that player. Because you look at the fit. The fit is perfect. Curry offers LeBron's game. They mesh perfectly. LeBron loves to pass. Curry loves to shoot. LeBron can do it all and cover him. AD can do it all and cover him. And Curry can just do what he does. Light it up. Yeah. You know? And also, I mean, listen, I don't even want to get into all that. I'm going to get too excited as a Laker fan if we did add Curry. But that'll be unfair for the league. Let's just put it like that. But I think LeBron is – is is um is putting his, putting his hand up as far as, okay, Curry, you know, I know we had a little rivalry. We we talked, jumped to each other during the games. You know, we had stare-downs or whatever. But there's a healthy respect there. I know what you can do. I know what you bring to the game. Listen, we would love to have you over here in the Lakers if you would love to come. Listen, Klay's getting hurt. Draymond, I mean, is still a good player, but he ain't no AD. Listen... Yeah. Listen. If you want to rack, rack up six seven trophies, come to LA. Let's do it. Kind of the sales pitch they probably pitched to Durant. Listen, we already talented. But we add you, we're unstoppable. Yeah. You know. All right. So, do you want to run down your your top five in order of MVP, or or do you want to just stop at who we who we're going for?
1: Uh, I I think it'll be important to run down.
0: Okay, give me a give me Not a five, five real quick. We don't want to take too much time on the MVP talk. Um, I got Jokic. You got Curry. Um, give me your list of five after that, or four after that.
1: Okay, so I have Jokic right after. I have Joel Embiid, Giannis, and Julius Randle.
0: Julius Randle. Listen, <laughs> we'll get into Julius Randle talk in a minute, but um, okay. I, listen. There, there's nothing shocking about that. That yeah. I'd be mad if it came out in that order. Uh, my particular top five. I got Jokic winning it. Okay. Um, I have Mb finishing second. Number one seed. Um, he stayed healthy for the most part. He's a dominant player. We know what he brings on both sides of the ball. I think he took his game to another level. Came in better shape. I think that Doc Rivers got the best out of him this year.
1: Yeah. So I yeah. had
0: second. Um now prior when I took down notes, I had Giannis third, but I'm gonna change my mind on that. I'm gonna roll Curry third. I'm gonna put Curry in the third spot just because you could easily make a case for him winning it. Um and, and all these guys, quite frankly, except for maybe CP three, just because his numbers aren't that great, but you know, he has taken Phoenix from We'll get to that. He's actually um, my fifth guy on this list. I have Curry third, Giannis fourth, and CP3 fifth. And CP3, he is fifth. He's the only guy that I don't think has a legit uh, case to win it. Just because I think that he has brought something that has elevated Phoenix. But I don't think as an individual, he compares to these players as far as... um, numbers wise and all he has to do for the team all these guys have to bring it every night cp3 he has a squad around him he they just needed leadership they needed a point guard they needed someone to get them to rock and he brings he's the perfect fit for them um but i think these other four guys are on a different level as far as what they have to do for their teams okay yeah all right yeah so we'll go to um Let's go to six man of the year. Who is your pick for that, and what is your reasoning?
1: Okay, uh, I have Jordan Clarkson being my six man of the year, and I say this because Jordan Clarkson, throughout his timeline of uh, teams, he's been drafted to the Lakers, had a pretty, uh, pretty good, um,
0: pretty good careers. Yeah, with the with the Lakers. second round pick. I mean, come on. I mean, for, to have the type of career he's having now as a second round pick, yeah. it, you don't see that often. Go ahead. And,
1: and then he gets traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers for Larry Nance.
0: Mm-hmm. That was LeBron's last year in Cleveland when it didn't yeah. work out. All the moves, you know. Um, I expected them to, you know, gel a little bit better. They had Dwayne Wade on that team. They had Clarkson. Um, they had Derrick Rose on that team, if you remember correctly. It just didn't, it didn't mesh. Now a lot of these guys did well after they left Cleveland, like Clarkson, Derrick Rose. Yeah, don't call it what you want, but um, let's let's get back to Clarkson.
1: Yeah, and then he gets signed. He gets released from the Cavs, or no, I believe he gets traded to Utah.
0: Um, I think he. Uh, Hill. I think he signed as a free agent in Utah. Um, If I'm not mistaken, I can double check that. But I I don't think it was a trade. I think it was um, he left as a free agent.
1: Okay, okay. So he gets to Utah. And he shows out. Goes crazy off the bench. Averaging 18 points off the bench for Utah. And Donovan Mitchell goes out.
0: Good point. I was just about to bring up that point. I'm glad you did first.
1: And the Mitch goes out, and look who who's there to step up.
0: Absolutely, like that. That really um, put the nail in the coffin for me, because um, he even had a forty-point game with Mitchell out. He was able to take more of the scoring responsibility. He already was a, a gunslinger coming off the bench, and they allowed him to play his game, because that's what he does. He's not a great defender. Um, not a great playmaker getting other guys involved. He can do it a little bit. Um, He's getting better at it but um, what he does the best for him is score the ball and they allow him to do that and he's become a better shooter. Um, You see, I don't know what it is about his because I watched him with the Lakers. I'm a big Laker fan. I watched the whole young core Clarkson, Randall all these boys who have improved and really went on to do good things in in their careers so far. And he's really just, I, I think he plays a lot calmer now. He really assured himself um, by working on his game. And so as you can hear, you can probably hear the thunder outside It is pouring out here in Houston. Um, but Clarkson is my sixth man of the year as well. I, I just think that um, he has been the best bench player consistently and for the number one seed, best record in the league, Utah Jazz. So that means something to me too. Okay, moving on. Most improved player. Who is your choice for most improved player?
1: Most improved is, I think. I think everybody has this like a unanimous is uh, Julius Randle.
0: I agree. I agree. So we agree on both of those. We agree on Clarkson. We agree on Julius Randle. Give me your reasons. Some of your reasons why you think Julius Randle should win this pretty easy.
1: Okay, so with with Julius, he. When you, I know everything's not about numbers, and sometimes I don't like going into like using just numbers, the numbers, right,
0: right? Because you know it takes away like people just like to use numbers because they don't have no context to throw behind it. Besides that, and when I talk ball, I like to talk about which you know you got to be able to watch these games and um, really know basketball to go beyond numbers. Most yeah. people can't go beyond numbers. But go ahead, talk, 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 Julius Randle up and and why you. Are a big fan of him, and, and
1: yeah. So when you look at his, his numbers throughout this season, everything has improved. Like what I mean, everything I mean everything improves. I over agree. The last season, listen, listen.
0: As I just spoke on with Clarkson, I'm a huge Laker fan. Followed his career. Remember Julius Randle broke his leg the first game in the NBA a regular season against the Houston Rockets. Um, that was the game, if you remember correctly, where Dwight Howard and Kobe got into it and Kobe yeah. called him soft. Well, that was that yeah. game, the first game of the year. Um, Kobe coming off an Achilles and all of that. Um, now Julius Randle got hurt, got off to a slow start because of that, missed the whole year, set him back a little bit. Um, he never had the consistency with the Lakers, he never had the jump shot he has now. Um, it, it, was, it was there, and um. You would see the potential there. He just needed to work on it. I don't know what clicked with the Knicks this year in particular. Um, I give a lot of credit to Tom Thibodeau on that. Yeah, I agree. Um, but also, his defense has improved. I, he's always had it in him defensively. He's yeah. a 6'9", 250-pound guy that can move his feet like a guard. He, he has really quick feet for his size. Um, similar to Zion and LeBron. Those guys yeah. that are about that size that that can very nimble on their feet. Well, Julius Randle fits that bill too, and so I, I'm super impressed by what Julius Randle has done this year. How bought in he is to defense, and even his playmaking. I think he averaged uh, close to six assists. And so, listen, I ain't got nothing bad to say about Randle this year. He is he is balling.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, let's kind of move forward and coach of the year. Speaking of Julius Randle, who do you think is coach of the year?
1: Uh, I have Tom Thibodeau as uh, coach of the year.
0: That was my segue. And so um, I I don't think a lot needs to be said on my part. I got him as well. So we agree on those three. Um, I just think he changed the culture. He's got Julius uh, Randle playing at an all-NBA level. What can we say?
1: Yeah, it's, it's just a different uh, as you say, culture and atmosphere in New York right now.
0: Absolutely, and they—they are—they are fit the Knicks criteria. Knicks has always been a rugged defensive team. Thibodeau brings that, but they're also exciting and they're tough nosed. And man, you're going yeah. for a I don't care who you are, if you're coming in there just looking to, oh, we got all these stars. Listen, they don't care about that. They are going to be gritty. They're going to get into you. You're going to have a problem You're going to have a problem Facing the Knicks this year Yeah I agree the playoff. And um I actually We'll talk about that later I'm not going to get into My prediction for the Knicks Just yet But um okay. We both agree Tom Thibodeau is our Coach of the year Okay Let's get to Defensive player of the year
1: Okay
0: Who do you have Winning that And why
1: Uh I have Rudy Gobert Winning Winning that And reason why I have him winning is a year in year out he shows uh, that he could protect the rim at a high level
0: yeah for me um, I agree I got Gobert winning as well for me he is um the best rim protector in the NBA I know yeah, AD yeah. can rim protect there's other guys but to me as far as changing shots consistently changing shots and just altering yeah. things and, and forcing teams to play from the outside in, um, it's him. Like, he really, he can dominate games just with his presence in that paint. Yeah, I've I seen, I'm a big fan as far as that goes. Um, now, round up your top three for me. Like, who, who would, top three? if not for Gobert, who else could you see possibly winning this award?
1: Uh, I have Ben Simmons at number two. Mm-hmm. and I have bam out of Bayou and number
0: three hey listen both both guys I can definitely see um I agree as far as having Simmons uh, in the top three but i, yeah. I would instead uh, bam out of Bayou which' is, is, you can't knock bam 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 is a solid defender and can guard multiple positions um the the heat culture is similar to the knicks in terms of they're gonna play physical they're gonna get get a venue. And, and mm-hmm. Bam leads that charge, as far as him and Jimmy Butler, I would say, lead that charge defensively for them. Yeah. Um, but Draymond, I got to give Draymond props. Um, I got to give him okay. his respect. Now, he made news this year by saying he was the greatest defender of all time. Now, I don't agree with that. I think he is one of the greatest defenders of all time. And I think his value is in his defense. Well, his greatest value is in his defense. Um. But I still think he is worthy of top three defensive player of the year um, voting this year. I, I think that you can make a case for him being – I don't – I don't think he he probably is the favorite to win it. But I think he is at least top three just because he, he makes that defense go. People don't realize he's very subtle. He doesn't get a lot of blocks. He can block shots. Um, he isn't the greatest – That he's not in the top five and getting steals or anything – but he makes the smart rotations. He changes yeah. shots. He guards guys like Embiid. I saw a game this year where Embiid was dominating Golden State. Draymond took him, and he—you can tell his confidence level wasn't as high against Draymond. And this is a six-six-six-seven-six-eight, whatever he may be, guy, going against a seven-foot-two guy. That's yeah. the impact that Draymond has, and he's been doing it for years and so Draymond is still one of the top three defenders in the league for me and I still got to put him in at least in the top three but we do agree we both have Gobert winning okay last award of the day before we move on to all NBA teams rookie of the year now give me your top three but give me your winner first
1: my winner is going to be
0: LaMelo Ball. LaMelo Ball. Interesting. Okay. And... Right. and okay. Can be, because I haven't even wrote anything down right now. I, I took okay. notes on it, but I'm like, man, I see Mello's case. LaMelo's yeah. case. I'm not going to call him Mello. There's, there's... Carmelo is the <laughs> Melo. We're going to call him Mello. I agree. I
1: agree. Yeah. I
0: agree. And so... Uh, I see LaMelo's case. He's got him in a playing game. That means something. As a rookie, that that yeah. goes a long way in in, in the voting. Um, but, man, I'm so impressed with Anthony Edwards, man. And as you can see, Minnesota started to play really good ball towards the end of the year when they started to click. And so yeah. I think they're going to be a dangerous team moving forward because I think Anthony no, yeah. Edwards is the real deal. Oh, I have to give it to LaMelo but he did miss quite a few games with the wrist injury um, but I think he has played enough games to, to to win this thing and and I only now if he didn't make the playoffs I would have gave it to Anthony Edwards but the fact that he made the playoffs I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that down as the difference maker in, in me choosing him is strictly yeah. off the fact that they're in the playing game and Minnesota's at it so I got to give him that credit. So LaMelo is my choice as well. It's very close though. And I would not be mad if it was co-rookie of the years. Like the year Jason Kidd and Grant Hill were co-rookie of the years. I would not be mad at that. So who is your third guy? Or second guy even? Because I don't know if Anthony Edwards is your second guy.
1: No, no, he is. I have uh, Anthony Edwards
0: at number two. Okay, who who's and your third? Round it out.
1: My number three... Oh, that's mm, I'm gonna have to go. I'll go with Halle Burton from uh Sacramento.
0: Oh yeah, that that's mine. I, I and I don't think it's I don't think it's close. I think he man, he's gonna be a really good player. Yeah. He's a really good player. And the crazy thing about it, Mello's got the size, the he's got the family, um, jeans that that Lonzo, his other brother Jello. You know the yeah. basketball bloodlines. His father played football, tight end. Um, so he's got that going for him. Tyrese Halliburton. He's he's skinny. He's not athletic. He's not that fast. Man, the boy is a baller though. The boy is a baller, and he's clutch. I I, I watched it like I'm. I absolutely love his game. And man, it only if the Knicks would have took him instead of Obi Top and Knicks would have been even more of a problem. Sacramento got themselves a steal with him, Um, and it's going to be interesting moving forward to see how they make it work with him and De'Aaron Fox, because they're both smaller guards. Now, Holly Byrne got a little more size to him. I don't think they're going to be able to play together, um, like in a playoff series or anything. I think they will be taken advantage of in that sense, so I think interesting questions arise. Do they move De'Aaron Fox? Or do they move Halliburton to get something in the future? It's going to be interesting. This is the same team that could have had Luka Doncic but chose Marvin Bagley. So, hey, yeah. it's what it is. <laughs> All right, let's move on. We're 25 minutes into the podcast. All right, I want to move on to the all-NBA teams. Now, this is interesting. Yeah. Um, this was so hard to do. I'll be honest with you, B. Um I made, I remade my list a few different times because um, there's just so much talent out there so so many good players that deserve to be on one of these teams now injuries have happened that made it a little easier to, to sneak somebody else on the team like for instance LeBron James I couldn't yeah. put him on any one of these teams this year because when you miss 30 games in a, full, a 72 game season that's just too much for me personally I couldn't put AD on it. AD doesn't even deserve to be on it because he didn't play as well as he normally does, even without the injuries. But he was injured and missed more than 30 games. So I couldn't put him on it. Two guys that normally are all NBA players. So that leaves two openings for somebody, right? Yeah. All right. so first team all NBA. Give me your team.
1: Okay. Uh, Steph Curry and For the first guard, I have CP three. For the second guard, okay. I have Julius Randle at forward. All right. I have Giannis Antetokounmpo at forward. Okay. And I have Nikola the Joker Jokic at center.
0: That's that's a worthy team. Um, We all have the same picks, just one difference. I have Curry and CP3 as my guards, too. Um, now, anybody knows how this all-NBA thing works. You don't necessarily have to be a shooting guard. And normally, they just love forwards and guards. and you know, Center is the only true position they usually keep as long as you play yeah. the position. Um, so, CP3 and Curry. I, I think you can't argue either one. Curry, obviously, um, and CP3 for what he has done in Phoenix. Now, there's guys yeah. with better numbers... But winning matters. He's the second seed, um, second best record in the whole NBA. Um, and he's the driving force behind that. Um now this is the difference. You put Randall on your team with Giannis. Yeah. See, I understand Randall's having a great year, and we we done gave him, you know, adjective after adjective, talk great about him. But I'm still going Luca there. Luca has them in the fifth seed because you, you think about it. I think the Knicks are the fourth or fifth seed. So in essence, Luca's basically got him in the same position Randall has got his team in. Yeah. And mm-hmm. because Randall is most improved and it stands out a little bit more, Luka is the better player. And Luca had a better year still. Even with what Randall has done. Luca's that good. And I just think that Luca, kind of similar to Steph, People want to talk about how Steph makes that thing go? You take Luka off that team. See how good that team is.
1: Uh, that's a fact. That's a fact.
0: And so, Luka first team for me. Over Randall. Um, okay. So, that's the only difference, though. I also got Nikola Jokic at center. He's my MVP as well. So, let's go to second teams. Who is your second team? My second
1: team is at guard is Russell Westbrook.
0: Mm, okay. Okay.
1: The other guard is Damian Lillard. Okay. My forward is Jason Tatum.
0: Mm, okay.
1: My other forward is Kawhi Leonard. Mm hmm. And my center is Joel Embiid.
0: Okay, not not a bad team. Like I said, you're you're, you know, very close. All these things. It's a matter of opinion. It's a matter of preference. Um, I'm gonna get into my second team. I got Dame as well as you did, in the okay. second team. Um, this is this is where we differed. I believe you picked. Um, who was your other guard for your second team?
1: Uh, Russell Westbrook.
0: Okay, and I I totally understand the West Westbrook love. Um, incredible broke Oscar Robinson's record in triple doubles incredible Uh, to me he was Washington Wizards most important player over Bradley Bill I'll give him that but now we're talking levels here and I know this guy that I'm about to put on the second team was injured had the hamstring injury but he's just a flat out better player than Westbrook and the things he was he was doing before he got hurt you could make a serious case that he was the MVP, top three at least. So I'm going James Harden. James Harden is, is my uh, second team all NBA. He would have been first team if, if he hadn't got hurt. I, I would have probably chosen him in front of CP3 because okay. he's just that good um, and makes people better. Um, we all know he puts up all the numbers in the world, but he was becoming efficient. If you watched his numbers with the nets, he was shooting over 50% every game. Because as there wasn't as much attention on him. So he was able to go one-on-one more and you couldn't yeah. collapse the paint on him because now you got Kyrie and Durant and other good shooters out there. And so I, I just think that he was playing at a super high level before the injury. And I'm not going to allow 15 games or whatever he missed to take away from what he has done. I couldn't give him the first team because of that but I will put him on the second team okay. alright now I also have Kawhi, Kawhi's in there I was looking at Kawhi's numbers yesterday and he, he is doing Kawhi things now yeah. he's quiet he goes about his business, he's not fancy so he's not going to get a lot of play um, but we all know what Kawhi's about, we all know when it comes down to it, he's deserving of being on at least the second team um, I have Julius Randle just for everything we done talked about. You had him on the first yeah. team. I slid him to the second team. Um, just because. Four seed. I, I give him a nod over Tatum because of that. And he's had an incredible year. Yeah. Um, yeah. And who is Randall's second best player? Let's let's think about that. Because we know Tatum has Jalen Brown.
1: Uh, you could say... RJ or...
0: Yeah. RJ uh-huh. Barrett. Yeah, I'll say okay. RJ. Yeah, yeah, probably. Um,
1: Possibly
0: Derrick Rose. Derek Rose, you know, he got, which they only added him halfway through the year. And so the point I'm trying to make is Randall has pretty much carried the team this year.
1: Yeah.
0: And so for that, I've I seen enough with Randall to, to to give him that respect and, and at least hold him down to the second team. Center, we agree on that. And Bede. Um, yeah. So that's our second team's. Now last but not least, let's talk about the third teams. This should be interesting because now you got a bunch of players on the edge of um making a team possibly. And give me your third team, all NBA.
1: Okay. For my first guard, I have uh Kyrie Irving. Okay. As my second guard, I have Bradley Bill. Okay. For my forward. I have Jalen Brown. For my second forward, I have Bam Matabayu.
0: Mm, okay. Okay. I ain't mad at that. And
1: my center, I have Rudy Goldberg.
0: Okay. We're a little different on this this third team. Okay. Um, we, we agree on Kyrie. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, Kyrie probably had his most efficient year in his career. 50 40 90 no. only about a handful of players have done that in their career and so um i know he took away from his play with you know sitting out games with with you know all his tactics bringing sage on the court all these things he's doing off the court it's kind of taking a spotlight off of how good he has been this year on the court
1: yeah
0: and um man there's a there's a case for him to be even higher I the guard position is just the toughest position to sneak into. Yeah,
1: as right. in uh, doing NBA all first teams and second teams.
0: Yeah, because Ker- Curry guards. is DP three. I can't pick him over either one of them yeah. because of the years they're having and what they've meant to their teams. And now Kyrie plays with more talent on his team, and so it no to no fault of his, but it hurts his case a little bit. Let's yeah. just face it. The more talent you play with, you expect it to do well, right? Um, so Dame, Dame was missing McCullum. Remember, McCullum missed a lot of the year. Yeah, Dame, Dame has uh, carried the. Um, now, could I have put him over Harden? I could have. I just think that when Harden has played, Harden has shown to be, you know, yeah. MVP type player. Um, and off Kyrie's right there too. Obviously 50, 40, 90. I just can't he's 13 for me. And, and
1: one thing about the Kyrie Harden situation, I yeah. love I like Kyrie, but some things he could like give me a, like a little frustrated with.
0: I think what separates the, them
1: off off court things.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think what separates them on the court, um, See, it's weird. This is the context I always talk about when I'm speaking basketball, because yeah. regular season, give me Harden all day, all day. Yeah. Playoffs? Now it's a toss up. I might want Kyrie. Yeah,
1: because means honestly, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll even I'll even take Kyrie over Curry when it comes to cut situations.
0: Yeah, Kyrie's just special um getting his shot, his footwork. He plays a lot bigger yeah. than his size. He's a 6'3 guy that isn't the biggest guy if you look at him. He's just the s- smallest curry as far as build. But he plays so much bigger. He posts up guys, he's going attacking the basket. Like he's an incredible offensive player. He just lacks leadership. And I think he lacks some of the intangibles. That, that leaders come with and I think that's what holds them back from being to me with the curries the dames as far as winning games on your own you know what I mean yeah and so all right talked about Kyrie enough Kyrie is my my guard one of my guards on the third team I also got Devin Booker in there now you took Bradley bill okay. I have to go Devin Booker I think he's averaging 25 26 points like I said, second best record in the NBA, and yeah, they added CP three, but everybody got help, don't they? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Everybody got help. So second
0: guy. I got I got a Booker, second best record in the NBA. He's got to okay. he got to be top three because to me it's one A and one B between him and CP three as far as who team that is. They they both yeah. bring things that are very much needed. CP three needs his scoring. He needs CP three leadership and and playmaking ability. And so uh, that's a that's a fact. Alright Now forwards I'm going Jason Tatum Now here's where I get okay. to your boy Jason Tatum I'm going to go Jason Tatum um, I think he has been At least good enough to be third team Now if Boston would have Been a 4-5 or five seed He's yeah. probably second team for me Okay But the fact of the matter is I had When I had to choose between him and Randall I had to give Randall the nod Just because the team's success
1: Alright after you finish your list yeah. I'm gonna ask you, I'm gonna ask you a question about
0: the game. okay, no doubt. Um, the other forward, <laughs> now I was trying to sneak LeBron, I'm gonna be honest. I was trying to sneak LeBron on the team, but like I said earlier, he missed 30 yeah. games. So that means he basically yeah, played hard. last year Um, which ain't gonna cut it when we talk about all NBA teams. Um I thought about Zion Williamson, I thought about PG 13. It's 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 between those two for me. 'Cause PG and Kawhi pretty much had a similar year stats wise. Um yeah. so if I if I'm putting Kawhi second team, then it wouldn't be so bad to put PG third team. I think he's worthy. Cause I think he is he has probably been the Clippers' most consistent player this year. Um, even over Kawhi. Although I think Kawhi is the better player.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course.
0: Um but then we got Zion Williamson, who's not in the playoffs but just dominated efficiency wise he averaged 27 points as a 20 year old yeah. a man amongst boys like Rudy Gobert you can't guard me Anthony Davis you can't guard me he makes them look like bad yeah. B- sometimes yeah, he's an unstoppable force going to the hole and he's a special talent this is where I have to choose between PG and him winning I always go back to winning. Now, Zion obviously got a younger squad. They're not ready to win. They have to get a a more put-together team. I think they have built the team around them bad. Um, But I'm going with PG just for that. I think that PG, um, with the Clippers being a four seed, him being probably their best player this year, I'm going to lean towards PG and plus PG's defensively better than Zion at this point in time in their careers yeah yeah I agree you know and I, I, got love, go- I
1: love Zion yeah I think PG is and I got
0: defender. Gobert rounding out my team as the center so okay. there we go We there you have our, our all NBA first second and third teams now you want to um ask me a question about Tatum
1: alright so what would Tatum have to do to get on the first <clears throat> team
0: to get all on the NBA, first team, first team. This year, you mean? Yeah, just just any oh. any year. Well, I mean, he doesn't need a lot. To be honest with you, he team success because because the 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 key denominator with all these first team guys is their teams had success. You look yeah. at Curry. You might say Curry, but you can't deny Curry what he has done and what he has meant. Look at this. Yeah. I mean, come on, the, the the numbers this guy has put up. Like
1: yeah, it's like you almost automatically got to put him.
0: Yeah, CP three second best record you got Luka who doesn't have the greatest of squads and is fifth seed so that means something Giannis obviously um, third seed in the the east and then you got Jokic who's the third seed in the west for for starters I think he has to win if Boston would have had one of their typical years like they have been over the past few where they are one two or three seed yeah, he probably is is at least a second team this year instead of a third. I also okay. think that um, he could be a little more consistent from night to night. What yes, said, I agree. Tatum I agree. Is some nights I be feeling like Jalen Brown is the better player. Like I want to see Tatum be the best player every night on his team. Like, and I understand Jalen Brown is a good talent, and there's going to be nights he's he's going to be better than Tatum. But I just think there's far too many nights that they're, they're Jalen Brown is the best player. It's almost like a fifty-fifty thing sometimes, and I think that's what that's what throws me off. I think that um, although I don't think Brown's as good as Tatum because <clears throat> I don't think he has to put it on the floor and create your own shot as good as Tatum, and and just naturally he's not as naturally gifted <clears throat> with the ball in his hands. Yeah. Um. I, I, see, I think Tatum definitely got the potential, <clears throat> definitely got the talent to be first-team All-NBA. It's just a matter of it's a, it, there's a lot of players nowadays. Like, you have to get through Luka and Giannis because you're going to be one of the forwards, right? And LeBron. Yeah. Like, think about how good you got to be to get over those guys. And so those are the things. That's really what's stopping them is that right now you got better players than him playing that position. You got Giannis and LeBron. You'd have to say they're better than him, right? At this point in time. Luka. I I would say Luka's better because Luka's just more consistent. Now, I think Tatum got just as much potential and two-way potential that Luka don't have. But I just, offensively, I think Luka's just a step up as far as consistency, as far as his playmaking, as far as Put the load on me and I'm going to get it done. You know what you're getting from Luca, night in and night out. Tatum, for the most part, he does well, but there's just too many nights where, you know, he, he's a little bit, he underwhelms you. And he yeah. shouldn't do that because he is too talented to do that. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. On to the playing matchups. We're 43 minutes into the podcast. Let's, let's, wrap up this play in matchups and then what do you want to talk about the the <clears throat> excuse me the seeds that are already finished that are matching up as well in the playoffs or do you want to hold off on that into the next when actually it's official everybody's in the playoffs and we know what matchups yeah, are.
1: I, I feel more uh, comfortable
0: okay so we'll just talk about the playing matchups right now let's let's start with the East since they're starting Tuesday you got okay. Charlotte at Indiana. Who do you have winning that?
1: Charlotte and Indiana. I'm going to have to go uh, Charlotte. I got Charlotte in that one.
0: You got Charlotte in that one. Okay. Well, what's your reasoning for that? Why Why do you think they have wh- – what makes you think they're going to go into Indiana and beat a team like Indiana? Uh,
1: I, I think Indiana is too hurt.
0: All right. I, I think that Brogdon injury does hurt them. Um, now, yeah. Levert L- 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 and Sabonis have picked it up. And I like McConnell for them. Um, and obviously, Turner's out too. I can't forget about Miles Turner. He's been out as well. And so I, I would agree. I'm, I'm leaning Charlotte there. Although I would not at all be be surprised if Sabonis had a huge game because they got the experience. Um, you got McConnell, who's been in the playoffs with Philly before. Um, you got a Levert, who been to the playoffs last year, um, who I like as a player. Um, it's a toss-up but I'm I'm, I'm I'm, you know what player is is making me sway it for Charlotte actually and it's not LaMelo I think Terry Rogier has a big game Yeah, I think he's gonna step up and, and be the difference in this game I don't know why I feel that way I just feel like and I like Miles Bridges um, as a player as well and um, I like what they're building in Charlotte and I think I think they get it done um Tomorrow against Indiana, so we're, we're both going with Charlotte there. On to the yeah. second game, Washington travels to Boston. Who do you like in that one, and why?
1: Okay, so I have the Boston Celtics winning that game, and it's because I, I feel <clears throat> it's just a, a feeling now, I
0: have. I, you know, this, this is not you being a homer, is it?
1: No, 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 no.
0: Okay. okay.
1: Yeah, I have a feeling, it's just a real gut feeling that Tatum is, is you're just going to see a different Tatum in this game.
0: I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised. Now, um, Jalen Brown injury obviously was huge. If Jalen Brown, I'm I'm taking Boston. I gave away my pick there. I'm going Washington only because Jalen Brown ain't playing. And also, um, where it could sway me back to Boston is if Bradley Bill isn't 100%. Now, he was wearing something on his leg that the hamstring injury he was just coming off of. If he can't go full bore and be 100%, then Boston's going to win this game. If I see him at 100% and moving the way Bradley Bill can move, then I think with Westbrook and Bill as a tandem, I think they're going to have enough to get it done. They've been playing really good ball together, um, and and I think Boston hasn't been playing really good ball down the stretch. And yeah, I agree. I'm going to favor, if the, I got to preference this, Bill has got to be healthy though, or else I'm going to Boston. If Bill's not healthy, if he's not moving the way he normally does, and he's favoring his leg, I think Boston gets it done. If he looks like Bradley Bill, I think Washington wins. All right, so going off of that, so you have Charlotte winning, and you have Washington losing, right? So if they was to play, who are you taking to be the eighth seed?
1: Uh, I still have uh, I'm. It, it's hard because when when you're a fan of somebody,
0: right, and right, talk,
1: and you talk about sports like this, you can't you can't favor them.
0: All the yeah, time. no, you know. No, you can't. That's called homerism. Like, just because you're a fan, doesn't mean you have to um, be blind to the fact that you know you have a gut feeling that the other team may win, even though you're a fan. It's okay. You can be a fan, but think that the other team just may be better. Listen, it's it's an individual um, player game. It's a team game.
1: Yeah. So, with that being said, I I think. I think. The Hornets
0: They beat Boston No That's no Boston all... You got Boston winning So the Boston would be Technically in the playoffs As a 7th seed If they beat Washington Now Charlotte Would play Washington To see who's gonna be The A seed According to how you got okay. it Oh so, so if
1: Boston Was to lose
0: Right Then they would play um, Charlotte
1: They'll play the winner The yeah. winner
0: Right exactly And so If because the way you have it, you have Boston winning, so that means Washington will play the winner of Charlotte and Indiana, which you have Charlotte winning. So let's say Charlotte and Washington was going to play. Who do you have winning in that game?
1: So if, if Charlotte and Washington
0: plays, uh,
1: mm,
0: I, say say it with your I'll chest, go Charlotte. I'll, I'll go Charlotte. Okay, okay, all right. By my projections or projections, sorry. Um, I have Charlotte winning, and I have Washington winning. So that means I have Washington as the seventh seed, locked in. Now, Mm -hmm. I have Boston playing Charlotte to get in the playoffs to be the eighth seed. And I'm going to go Boston just because I got to have that much respect for Jason Tatum. He is clearly the best player um, out of these four teams. Now, you can make a case for Bradley Beal or even Russell Westbrook if some may make a case. Um, I, I just feel like Jason Tatum the best player at all for all for these teams. And so I, I'm going to put my money on the best player when it comes down to it. I don't see Boston going down. Um, you know, even though Jalen Brown is out, I, I don't see Tatum going out easy like that. And I think if, if it's not this game against Washington, then the next game, I think he goes for 35 to 40 points to get them in the playoffs, one way or another. Okay. So that's where I stand with that. That's where we stand with that. All right, let, let's talk about Wednesday's playing games. Um, You got San Antonio at Memphis. Who are you leaning towards with that one?
1: Uh, San Antonio and Memphis. I have No, 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 no. I have San Antonio winning this
0: okay well what's your reasoning for that well why do you think San Antonio has the advantage in that one
1: Greg Popovich
0: fair enough listen I can't argue with that. listen why not you're gonna talk about San Antonio you might as well talk about the guy who's been there forever and has led yeah. five championships um I'm going Memphis here and okay. I just think that youth is gonna prevail over experience and coaching I think that Ja Morant when it's in doubt I think he steps up and I just like how the youth they got the the energetic youth, the guys that can bounce off Jaron Jackson, Brandon Clark. I like Grayson Allen as a player. Um, Brooks Dylan Brooks is a he, he's a gnat to play with. Like like he's one of those frustrating players that he's gonna get under your skin. But if he's on your team, you're gonna love him. Um, and so for those reasons, I have Memphis winning that game. Um, now Golden State travel to the Staples Center and play my Lakers. Who do we have there? Drum rolls, please. <laughs> Let's no, hear. it. I
1: got Golden State in the first game. I, I think got Golden State. Like,
0: All right. Yeah. What makes you? What makes you so confident that Golden State is gonna win?
1: Now, if if since it's a playing game, you just need one game for the first, the first uh to get that seven spot or eight spot, right? And it's just one game. Mm-hmm. I think Golden State pulls it off. But it's a series. I'll go with the Lakers.
0: Right, right. No, I understand that. Because it's just one game. You know, you yeah. don't necessarily be the better team to win that. You can just have an off yeah. night. Other team, you know, got to play like Curry. They can go for 40. And then next thing you know, you got to play in a, another playing game. So I totally understand that. Let me give my reasonings for why I'm choosing the Lakers. And this ain't no homerism. First of all, I think we're LeBron looks pretty healthy to me. AD is looking pretty healthy to me. Dennis Schroeder is back after uh, missing a bunch of games with the health and safety protocols. Um, I think Drummond is starting to find his groove as a rebounder um, and things of that sort. I just think that when it comes down to it, um, the Lakers just are too big for Golden State. Yeah, I think that while we may not stop Curry, I think we will either force him to pass it and the shots he does take. I think we're going to do a good job of contesting those shots. So I, I don't think he's going to have a um, a 35-point night. He may, he may score his 25 to 30, but I don't think you're going to see him score 35 unless he just takes like 30 shots. Um, I think Lakers are going to defend him well as a team because we're not going to stop him one-on-one. But I also, this is a dangerous game. And I was reading on Twitter, one of the guys that I follow, he was just talking about how he's nervous about this game. He's a Laker fan. He's a LeBron fan. But he's nervous about this game because last 20 games of the year, Golden State has had the best record. They've been 15-5. and They're playing the best right now. Curry is at his hottest point of his career. And what did we just get done saying? This is just one game. This ain't a series. And so when you got a team as hot as Golden State is and a player as hot as Curry is, this this, this is a nervous game for the Lakers. This is yeah. the part that they probably wanted to avoid in a playing game, but it's here, baby. Let's get it on. Curry and LeBron, we know they got a history. Yeah. And so I just think that Lakers have more talent, and I think we're we're starting to get a little bit healthier now we're facing that battle of okay we're more talented but we're not playing better at the moment than golden state is golden state's firing all cylinders and that's what helped them get to this position
1: yeah i agree
0: we'll see if we can find that spark if lebron can take it to another level and i trust in lebron to take it to another level if he has to i trust in ad to take it to another level um we'll see if curry brings it we'll see if curry can bring it to the same level as lebron now, he, had, he doesn't have a sidekick like LeBron. Um, it's just going to be an interesting game. I, I'm glad for the sake – I know Adam Silver is loving this because ratings-wise, you got Washington yeah. at Boston. That's a ratings bonanza in the East because those type of teams with those type of players usually aren't in this type of game. They're usually locked in the playoffs already. Same thing with Golden State at the Lakers. You got them in a playing game playing each other. That's fun basketball.
1: Yeah, it's not even a playoff
0: game <laughs> listen listen I'm gonna be tuned in with my popcorn or whatever snack I choose to eat that day um but let's finish it off like this''ll we'll, we'll, we'll get to once these playing games are done we'll get to the whole playoff race We'll do a show on uh, Thursday because these games the last games take place on Wednesday so we'll be yeah. doing another podcast on Thursday given all our predictions on all first-round matchups and why we think they're going to win, yada, yada, yada. Now, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, anything, last-minute words you want to share, Brandon, before we um, end the podcast? Because we're almost running an hour right now.
1: Uh, No, I think I, I, I said what I had to say about uh, all my award predictions and
0: on NBA teams. Oh, yeah. It was a great show. Anytime you could uh, fill a podcast for an hour, you're, you're, you're definitely talking about something.
1: Yeah. And really uh, Steph, uh,
0: we had a MVP. <laughs> <laughs> You see, that's the whole word here. Don't listen to him. When, we, when it comes <laughs> to Steph, It's a little bit of bias coming in there. But, uh, you know, me being the unbiased one, you know, I'll still give Steph his credit. He, he Listen, he's yeah. got two already. would would i lose sleep if he wins it no but i just think Jokic deserves it but we we done talked enough about all that during our presentations um thank you guys for listening um hopefully if you guys see this link or or um listen to it on spotify or however you listen to it on anchor app you share it um you give a like you follow me on anchor app at sports talk for the fans um, it'd be greatly appreciated. Listen, we appreciate everybody who listens and and, and follows of any kind. We we're, we're not picky, you know, we appreciate it all. Listen, we're trying to grow this, we're trying to build this. We think we're we're pretty good at what we do and and we're thankful that you know, for those who do like it and have supported, we're thankful. And those that will um, in advance, we're thankful for you in advance. And so um till next time, this is Sports Talk for the Fans. Later.